say I'm sorry I'm not even gonna ask You're the one who didn't want me But I ain't trying to win you back She said I cheated That's just fucked up But you believed it Hello and welcome back to Gossip Happy Hour I'm your host Riley Wilkes And today is October 1st It's on Thursday And I know it's a little late But I just wanted to make sure we had enough topics to sort of discuss about it and everything. And I just want to say a quick thank you guys so fucking much for the past week. So before this week, we were doing good on viewers. Good to me, at least. Like, I thought it was pretty well. And, but they were going down. And I swear I told you guys, I was like, hey, just make sure you're sharing and everything. Um, we were averaging probably around, like, 50, 40 viewers. Last week, for one episode, we got... 2,500 streams. That is amazing. And that's just a week left. And we're we're not, like, slowing down. Like, last night, we had our highest night of total streams at about 500 streams in one day. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. Like, and I have to thank Noah for this because I commented on his video. I was like, hey, Noah, listen to my podcast. He liked it. That's what probably brought all the exposure, but... Whatever it was that made you guys watch it, I hope you guys keep listening, keep subscribing, keep streaming. I, like, you guys are amazing. I love you guys so much. Anyway, so I, let me get to why you guys are here. We got some drama going on. Mostly TikTok drama today, a couple other things, but it's pretty, it's pretty big in the TikTok drama today. Anyway, so we're going to start off talking about Noah and Dixie's new YouTube video. So if you follow Dixie on YouTube... You know she has, like, this sort of podcast-style show where she interviews somebody she's had on Addison, Charlie, uh, I think another one of her, like, close friends. Um, This week, she had on Noah. So keep in mind, this is about a week or two after their music video, Dixon music video, where she and Noah shared a kiss at the end as part of a quote-unquote act. Um, So people were excited. They obviously teased it, and... They have been really giving us any answers. I'm not going to lie. They, they've been kind of secretive about it. And this I did watch the YouTube video. I watched it in its entirety. They're, no one dicks you. They're a thing. Whether they say they're a thing or not, it was it was honestly really It was awkward. It was kind of awkward sitting there watching it. Because it wasn't an awkward thing. Because like the whole family was there. But like they were talking about like their hypothetical relationship and everything. And there's some few moments that stood out. Noah did sort of like throw a little little shade to Griffin. He asked about an allowance because Griffin used to tweet like at Dixie when they were dating, hey, can I get my like allowance for the month or something? And so insinuating because like sort of Dixie was like the breadwinner of the relationship that she could give him like money and stuff was cute. And she she laughed that off and they, they didn't even like mention Griffin, but like, you know, you knew. <laughs> um... They talked about the kiss in the music video. Um, she was sort of like, Noah was like, Noah was going all in. I respect Noah for this because he was not shying back from letting Dixie know what he wanted. He said, he was like, well, like, we've kissed other times before, right? And she was like, no, no, oh, no. He was like, but we've, like, done, like, like this one the first time. Like, we did after and stuff. And, she, and Dixie finally made sure, like, well, we had a few practice kisses. And... And then Noah was like, well, we also had some, like, you know, cool down kisses, like, sort of after, you know, like, and also some extra warm-ups. And he was putting her on the spot. And she was just, like, D- 
Dixie the whole time was just like the blushing, like, oh, no, yeah, like awkward stuff. Um, but they did admit to, like, but who, like, if you, you've kissed a person before, like, do you really need to practice kissing? Like, you know how to kiss, you just pucker. Yeah, but it was, that part was, it was just, it was obviously planned, like, because, like, of course Dixie knew, like, what else is Noah going to say, like, what else Dan talk about, but it was awkward for them. Um, Noah did bring up a lie detector test, so Noah has been pushing this sort of agenda that he wants them to take a lie detector test, because he was basically calling Cap on every single one of it because he kept asking her, like, about them, and she was just saying, no, 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 we're just besties. Noah was like, what are we? Um, so yeah, he said if that video got 2 million likes, that they would do a lie detector test on YouTube. And I mean, like, that's a lot of li likes for something, but Dixie's also Dixie. So it's not that hard. I'm pulling it up real quick to see how many likes it has. So it has 10 million views and a million, uh, 1.4 million likes. Okay, so yeah, they should be able to get to that. They really should actually. Um, yeah, I mean, I want to see that because I want to know first of all, if it's a real, they'll find a way to like, they won't show anything they don't want to show first of all. Like no YouTuber is going to like, if they don't want to admit that they're a thing or that they're talking to each other or in a relationship, they will not. You can guarantee that. I, the one thing that makes me actually believe that there is something there is they wouldn't have done that interview if there wasn't. Like, if they were honestly just, like, kind of friends, they wouldn't have done that interview. I mean, yeah, I guess it gets interest and stuff, but they went into debt. Like, they asked a lot of specific questions. And Noah got some answers. Like, he was... Noah wasn't backing down like he does with the press, like, where he was just saying, like, hey, we're besties. Like, he was like, no, like, and then Noah, like, asked, like, he was like, if I asked you out, what would you say? And then Dixie, like, blushed, like, I would say no, like, no, you wouldn't, Dixie. Um, and then he was, he was, this was my favorite line, he was, how can I make you mine? I was like, okay, Noah, chill, man, like, damn, he's, he put the moves on her. And, yeah, Dixie was obviously, like, just, like, dreading it, and she hated it, but again, like, Dixie. It's your show. Like, you pick what you guys talk about kind of thing. But, yeah, I don't... That's all that was sort of, like, discussed on that podcast. Like, obviously, like, he was like, well, we've been on multiple dates. And she's like, no, we haven't. She's like, okay, but we're really close. And she's like, well, yeah, but, like, not like that. And it was just a lot of back and forth. I'm interested. I commented on Noah's video, and I was like, no, where the, where's the lie detector test coming? He liked it, so, like, it... It should be coming any... I, people are pumped up enough. Like, that. it's rare for a video. You're like, James Charles doesn't really get 1.4 million likes on a YouTube video. So, like, if they did a lie detector test, that could very easily make them a lot of cash. I mean, I'm sure they don't really need it, but at least Dixie. Like, Dixie is secure for life right now. But, yeah. So, next up, we've got the Ellie Zyler. I think that's her last name. And the Cynthia Parker drama. And this is honestly so funny to me. Like, obviously, I don't want anyone to get hate. And it has caused people to, like, obviously, whenever two influencers get into, like, an argument or something, like, their fan base will go attack the other fan base, and you should not do that. But this is super, super something so stupid that it's so... And it's so funny how fucking far it's grown. 
oh my god, people take everything so big. So it all starts with it was Cynthia Parker's birthday. And let me just give you a little background on Cynthia. She is 16 years old now. She lives in a not a content house. She's dating Quinn Griggs of Sway House. And she looks like she could be 23. And I mean that as no insult. She is beautiful. But she looks way older than she is. She does not look like a 15-year-old girl. And that is nothing wrong with that. But it is just true. Like, it's true. She looks older than she is. And so Ellie, Zyler, and her have had some beef in the past. When Ellie, quote, uh, hypoth- not hypothetical, allegedly said, like, she was in love with, like, Quinn, and then she wanted to marry Quinn and stuff while they were dating. I don't think it was anything serious, but they clearly had beef. And But they ended up making up, and they ended up hanging out, and Cynthia... They played a prank, like, get out of my house with them. And she was like, oh, I'm kidding, come in, I love you, everything. So they were good. Um, and then, so it's Cynthia's, fast forward to the other day, Cynthia's birthday, Ellie takes a picture on Snapchat, and she says, happy 30th birthday, gorgeous. And then she corrects it, and she goes, oh, sorry, I meant 16th. So it just, I thought it was just like, hey, a little fun jab, like, boom, boom. Um, and then Cynthia did not think that way. And let me tell you something about Cynthia. She scares the living shit out of me. She is scary. And I, I'm not trying to, like, insult, but, like, she's terrifying. She's a terrifying person. The same, she's, like, been like that with all of Quinn. Like, whenever someone, like, will flirt with Quinn or something, she, like, even, like, fan pages and stuff, she'll, like, go at, off at them and be like, oh, he's mine. She's always, like, posting pictures of her, him, like, in her arms, like, like just trying to show... It's different than, like, a normal couple post. Like she's trying to, like, show the world, like, hey, mine, back off. And she terrifies me. She's terrifies me. I see it in her eyes. I see that evil. And I'm sure, I'm sure she's not a horrible person or anything, but she scares me. Anyway, she goes... So, again, some background on Ellie that I didn't touch on earlier, but, like, Ellie got famous by looking like... She looks exactly like Charlie Gamelia. Well, she did. She doesn't really now. She sort of changed her, like, style and everything. But she did. Like, that's how she sort of grew. So, Cynthia goes, Thanks, Charlie. Sorry, I met Ellie. And it was... That was funny. Like, you gotta give it to both sides. That was a good one. And then... Ellie responds. So, I can't... At this point, it's clearly not just a joke. Because they're keeping going at each other. And this one is where it got kind of fucking serious. Um, Ellie goes, good one, Snicker. And hey, that just seems like, hey, good one, Snicker. Like, nice one. It's not that funny, but so what? No. So Cynthia, during a live stream, said the N-word. Yeah. And then she tried to cover up she sang, her saying it by saying she said Snicker. Obviously, she didn't say Snicker. But, so that's sort of like, from going to, like, call her, like, Charlie... To, like, saying, hey, fuck you. You said the N-word and tried to lie about it. Whether you agree with it or not, that's fucking savage. Like, Ellie went full out on her. And here, if you're going to get in a stupid beef like this, you got to go full out. That's just my my thinking. Like, go big or go home. So, yeah. And then, so TikTok room is obviously posting about this. Like, every tweet and every comment and every TikTok about it. And Cynthia then goes, Honestly, why are we still on this? I'm not sure what she's trying to get out of this. Super out of nowhere and unnecessary. I hope everyone had a good day. Anyways, cheers to my birthday. Let's go. So this tells me 
like this was out of nowhere. So if she says like, "Hey, there was nothing before this. We were fine. We were friends." It's clear that Ellie was probably joking, but Cynthia, being Cynthia, did not take it like a joke. Went off, insulted Ellie. Ellie took that personal, insulted Cynthia, and now they're like, "What the hell?" Like, this is blown up way out of proportion. That's not where it stopped. So Ellie, Cynthia continued to say, I'm not here to give you all a show. Let's grow up, move on. Don't text me. You want to hang out? Then shade me. I'm over it. What part of it? And then someone was like, hey, it was like a joke. Like, chill out. And she said, what part of it was a joke? It was straight up rude and unnecessary. So that's where I'm thinking there was clearly a missed signal. Like, clearly they did not think the same of what Ellie said. And I do think Cynthia took it a little too seriously. What happened after that, when she said good one, Snicker, and then it got bigger, like, yeah, she has a right to be mad at that. But I, first of all, they have each other's phone numbers. Like, I'm sure they do. They could have easily cleared. They know where you live. They hang out. Like, they could have cleared this up in a minute. And I don't, you have to know what the intentions of Ellie Zyler's post was. Whether she meant harm by what she said, whether she was simply saying, like, hey, you look a lot older than you are. If she did, like, happy 20th birthday, Cynthia, like, I feel like it might have been a little bit better. But 30, like, that means, like, she, like, has, like, baggy skin or something, like, and looks way older than she should, like, not in a good way. So I can understand where Cynthia took it wrong or if it was right. Ellie could have meant that, but she could have also meant, like, hey, like, you look like you're a bad bitch in her 20s or something. And then Ellie deleted This is Savage, whether good or bad again. The story where she said, I meant 16, so she left up just the happy 30th. And when Cynthia did say, I'm not here to give you all a show, then stop giving us a show. Like, you keep responding to each other, and it's going to keep posting on TikTok, and it's going to get more attention. Like, you know what you're doing. You're not an idiot. Um, so Ellie said, fuck you, basically. Ellie just gave her a big fucking... And then somebody commented on Ellie's post... I like you, but what you did with Cynthia was unnecessary. And Ellie said it was all a joke, love. And I, I think that's true. I think I don't think she meant any intentional harm. I don't think she wanted this to fall out the way it did. But it obviously did. And then Ellie, sh- Ellie should have, when she realized Cynthia took it, this is where Ellie messed up, where she, she realized Cynthia took it the wrong way and commented, thank you, Charlie. Ellie should have been, like, clarified, hey, it was just a joke, all love, happy birthday. And then saying, bringing up when Cynthia said the N-word, like, that's one of the most horrible things, like, an influencer can, like, that will get them shit on for so long if you say the N-word, so bringing that back, I didn't even know she said it before, like, I didn't even realize it, because, like, it's sort of gone away. So bringing that up into the news cycle and, like, the narrative, that preceded the drama. So clearly, they weren't good enough friends, and clearly, they could have been avoided, like, Cynthia, not Cynthia, Ellie could have been the bigger person, was like, hey, I just want to clarify, like, it was a joke, but she kept, did keep the drama going, because, like, when someone says, you do have the right to respond, but then if you respond again, like Ellie did, uh, I don't know, and so first, what happened was everyone was praising, this is how fast the internet fucking switches off, everyone was praising Ellie, like, go off, you dragged her ass, you didn't leave a crumb, and then everyone commented on Cynthia's post, happy 30th birthday and everything. Someone said, I'm looking at a comment right now, happy 30th Snicker Parker. <laughs> Tell Bryce I said, hey. 
So people dragged her, and then she turned off comments. Because there was also another video where her ass, like eyelashes were kind of fucked up, and it looked like she only had three, and like obviously, and she looked like she was drunk out of her mind in that, and was like sort of like had like a lazy face on. So she turned because then everyone started dragging her makeup and everything. Which, like, that's just not necessary. Like, who gives a shit what she's wearing again? I don't get it. And then Maddie, her roommate, started defending every, commenting on every person's comment, shut up. Like, that's not going to do anything, Maddie. Um, then, like, the very next day, everyone decided to go hate on Ellie. was like, let me go on Ellie's TikTok real quick. And it was basically, like, what you did was rude. Like, how, like, why would you do something like that? It's like, so one day they're praising her ass. And then the very next day, someone, like this one, imagine bullying someone on their birthday. At least she got success without trying to be someone. I can't wait for Cynthia to destroy you for your birthday. Nice one, Charlie. Ellie was just joking. And then someone said Ellie was joking. Cynthia took it too far. Oh, yeah. Like, I agree with that. But, and then I'm looking at the very, very post before this. The way you drag Cynthia. My respect for you after you comment on Cynthia. Up, up, up. Ellie never slacks. She ended Cynthia's whole career. The slacks when we talking about her outfits, but... Oh, yeah, Ellie does have amazing style. Like, a lot of these TikTokers and influencers have fucked up style, but, like, hers is actually... Like, she has a beautiful sense of style. And it looks like... Yeah, like, it looks look like it ended the very next day. Um, But it's just... Yeah, just how fast people freaking switch on people is so annoying. Like... That nothing, no new information was found out. Like, you just want to hate on somebody, and then when they hate over on that person, you just want to go hate on the other person. You don't actually care who was right or what the real story was. So that's sort of what happened between Ellie and Cynthia. It's over now. Um, It's stupid. It was madly entertaining for a little bit. I'll give you that. Like, I... The TikTok influencers, they get... They pick the stupidest shit to actually get mad about compared to, like, all the shit going on. Like, you're only going to pick that on. It's stupid. It's immature. They need both need to grow up a little bit. So one thing that I would like to discuss, which is a very sad topic, Chrissy Teigen, wife of John Legend, announced last night that she lost her baby during birth complications. Uh, I believe it was stillborn or miscarriage. We don't really know the full details of what happened, and... Again, we don't, we don't need to. Like, that's private medical information, exactly what happened. But we do know that they lost, and they said they were starting to call Baby Jack. So I just want to say, rest in power, Baby Jack. You'll always be in their hearts. And that's something, like, I can't imagine a mom going through, you know? Like, you have that baby with you for, like, you carry it with you for months. And then, like, you go to the hospital, you're excited, like, you're nervous, and then you're expecting to, and then you just don't come home with the baby. And there were people attacking her, because she did post with an explanation of what happened. A picture of her, like, grieving, grieving, like, crying on her bed, sad. And they attacked her for posting the picture. Like, fuck you, you sons of the bitch. Like, how can you attack somebody who just went through, like, one of the worst things somebody will ever experience in their lives for how she chose to handle it? Her picture doesn't affect you at all. They're like, oh, you're just doing it for drama. You really think she's fucking doing this for drama? You think she wanted this? You think she cares about the attention right now? No, she doesn't give a shit about that. A lot of people take pictures after something like that happens because that is one of the only ways you'll get to remember your child. You won't see him after that. Like, just have a picture in that moment. Like, it allows you to be able to grieve better. And 
even if it doesn't, it's her life. It's her. It's what happened to her. It's her experience. Like, really? You you disagree with it? No one gives a shit. Like, no, you do not have to. Like, no, I can promise you, no one gives a fucking shit about what you think about it, at all. So shut up. Like, people are just awful. And it's the same people claim to be pro-life. Really? This is very pro-life of you? Just because, and she, yeah, just because Chrissy Deacon might be a liberal or a Biden, like, who, that has nothing to do right now with anything that happened. And you guys are going to attack her. God, people are fucking sick in this world. I don't want to touch too much on that because it's really not my place. I just wanted to say a little bit of that. And, I God, I pray for their family. I hope that her life will be able to help her. It's not something you get over, but it's something you can move past. And I hope that this is, that she does and is able to have another child, beautiful little boy, girl. And yeah, this is just awful. So prayers up to the family and prayers up to the kid. Moving on, something that hasn't really been discussed in major media outlets. Like, I didn't know about this until I did some research on what was, like, going on. And Kris Jenner and Courtney Kardashian have been sued for sexual harassment by a former bodyguard. Yeah, and this is serious. Like, this is something that should not be mistaken. I did read sort of, like, what, like, the details about it. And so I'll just tell you what happened. So... The former security guard, Mark Williams, alleges Chris Jenner, she accuses him, her, of sexual misconduct, retaliation, non-cooperation, alleged, and he also alleged that she cut his workouts, denied him meal breaks, and filed complaints with his employer before ultimately terminating his employment. And then she said she made comments that were of a sexual nature. And I, again, I don't think that's illegal, but like it can be found in a civil suit. Based on the timing of this, and they, the lawyer of the family said, like, they vehemently denied the al- allegations. They're complete, the allegations are completely fabricated, false fiction without a scrap of truth to them. And she, like, she says, Chris had, like, very, very little interaction with him. The guard was uh, repeatedly caught sleeping in his car while his job, and they were, company was asked not to assign him to work there in the future, and that she, he never even entered the home. So, based on the facts of this case, first of all, I want to say that no one should dismiss this man's claims. Everybody has a right to speak out on it. There's no point to say, I don't believe him. Based on the facts, I don't think he has a case because he does have motive to lie about this because he was sleeping in his car. Doesn't mean it didn't happen. Does not mean, but I think Chris and and Courtney, he had, he's suing Courtney, but like, there was no mention of her in any of these accusations. So that, again, that's something that smells a little fishy to me. Um, but, yeah, it just doesn't make that much sense because they've been going through this so long there hasn't really been allegations like this. Again, does not mean they're true, but... I mean, does not mean they're false. But, like, yeah, he never went inside Chris's house. Like, I don't think this happened. But, again, it has to be talked about because this family is so large and they're so popular and influential that... This is something that should be discussed. Clearly, it's not being discussed because the lack of details about it, but I do want you guys to do your own research and do this. I want you to form your own opinion. I don't want to force any narrative on you guys or tell you just because I think something you shouldn't. So, yeah, I just want to... There's not much more details besides what, like, it entails, but 
I just want to let you guys know sort of that this is happening because, again, I didn't know about it until I went on eonline.com e- looking for some celebrity gossip to talk about. So, yeah, the fact that this isn't even being mentioned on major media news is kind of kind of weird. I feel like they should at least mention it, let people know. So, in some Hype House news, we have some move-outs, actually. So, Taylor Holder, Nate White, and Olivia Ponton moved out. They moved into a house together, and that's on top of Andreas Lopez and Tony Lopez also moving out. Uh, they announced a couple weeks ago. Um, this is interesting because Nate moved, not Nate, well, yeah, Nate and Taylor moved into the Hype House earlier in quarantine, earlier this summer, and now they're leaving again. But it's not something, like, that's surprising. I, you never really knew, thought of Nate as a Hype House guy. I thought of him more, I always thought he was more meant to be a sway boy just because of his close relationship with Bryce and the fact that he's older than most. Nate, I mean, Taylor is 23 years old. So I never, like, it just never really made sense for him to be in the Hype House, except for a couple months of fun. Like, yeah, he got to have some parties, he got to meet some new people, hang out with a lot of fun guys and girls, and so that's good. He's also dating Charlie Jordan now, so that's probably has something to do with it, like, maybe getting more serious about life and everything. But what is most interesting to me is Olivia moving in with them. So Taylor and Nate and Taylor's manager, like, best friend Kellyanne, have always sort of been like a trio. Like, they've always been best friends with each other. And we never really heard anything about a Taylor-Olivia friendship. So it does strike me as kind of odd. Olivia was the only uh, female living in the Hype House, I believe. Besides, obviously, Thomas's girlfriend in Cover, Alex Warren's girlfriend. Um, so I just... I do wonder why she's leaving to live with them. It does. Like, she and Nate have been making some TikTok kisses together. I don't think they're a thing, but, like... That might have some influence on it. She also keeps talking about moving to New York to be a model. She signed with Wilhelmina Models and clearly wants to pursue that. However, she has yet to do that. I think that's smart. I think she should live in L.A. She needs to get her hype up more because no TikTok influencers actually live in New York right now, pretty much. Like, they're all sort of located based in L.A. So... I don't think this is the end of any sort of hype house at all. Like, I don't think it's going away because they still have have their core. As long as Thomas is there and as long as Chase is there, they're good. They also have Ryland. They still have, like, what was the original quote-unquote hype house. They have Ryland. They have Nick Austin. They have... Now they have Alex. They have Alex Warren. They have Alex's friends. Alex's friends make up, like, a large part of it. Like, Michael... Papper, Calvin, they have Cover. Like, I think they're gonna be fine. I do want they have Harry Jowsey who is on um Too Hot to Handle, the Netflix show, I believe. He's in he spends like almost all of his time there now, so I wonder if he's gonna make a move or if he's just sort of like part of it, but doesn't live there sort of like what Larray is and Nikita. Um But I mean good for Taylor. Taylor, I think I think his sort of like time for the hype house has sort of passed. Like I think it was time for him to move on to better things bigger things for him same with Nate I just feel like their dynamic didn't really maybe didn't match the hype houses um but we've seen this with the sway house we've seen them move out but like even if they move out like their content's not gonna stop like they're still gonna be friends and everything so it's just something interesting I want to see how this develops I want to see what Nate and Taylor Nate too because like I don't know Nate's not as popular as Taylor is but Nate's still like an influencer. I want to see what they the next steps they take to further 
their careers. They are both into music. I want they haven't really released any music though. Like I would like to see them release something. Show us our show us your other talents. Show us what else you want to do if you don't just want to be a TikTok influencer. Do you want to go the route Dixie is making music? Do you want to go around to Griffin? Okay, I know Griffin's song actually kind of slaps. Like I've been the more I listen to it, the more I'm like, this isn't half bad. This might be better than be happy. All I'm saying. Um, speaking of Hype House members, Andreas Lopez and Hannah Stocking are officially dating. They've posted a couple TikToks of them kissing, some Instagram pictures, like, even, like, caught off guard, like, being cuddly and everything. So, I'm proud. Andreas is someone that will always have my respect. I hate saying, like, oh, I have my respect for you went up or went down. But, like, I've always liked Andreas because he does have to deal with the repercussions of being Tony's brother. And more girls have come out against Tony. Tony also did deactivate Snapchat, which is good for Tony. He needs to do that. He needs to get away. He hasn't posted in, like, a couple weeks. He needs to take a break and figure out, like, how is he going to handle this? And how is he going to move forward? How is he going to grow? Um, but good for Andres. He's actually a great musician, too. Like, he has some very good songs that have come out. And he's a fantastic dancer. And, like, he's one of the guys that I hate saying alt and straight TikTok. But, like, they both like him. Like, Andres isn't really hated on nobody, which is hard. Because of who he's related to. So, yeah. Moving on. More TikTok influencers have started to hang out with more popular celebrities. Tyler Cameron, the heartthrob of Bachelor Nation, second place on Hannah's season, worked out with the Sway Boys today. Like, what a day to be Sway Boy. Tyler Cameron, all of you girls simping over Noah Beck and Bryce Hall and Blake Wright. Like, yeah, they're very good looking people. But Tyler Cameron is gorgeous. Like, out, like he is a. Um, I don't even know what the words to describe him. He's perfect. And they're hanging out with him. The one thing I can... One of the main reasons I have to respect Sway is because they know TikTok's not going to last forever, which I feel like some people in the high house are milking their fame for it. They know it's not going to be, and they know they need to have other celebrities. They need to be friends with other people in order to make their fame last as long as it can. So they've hung out with him. They've hung out with the Paul brothers. Bryce Hall is... Got to be one of the Paul brothers. Like, obviously, like, he's that kind of person. Bryce has actually also started a podcast about business and economics. And a lot of people hated that. Like, I don't want to listen to a podcast about business. Cool. No one cares if you listen to it or not. But it's a great thing because he's talked about how much he didn't understand money when he first got the fame. And that's something that all young sort of celebrities need to learn. You hear athlete stories about it all the time. Actor stories about how they blow their cash. TikTok is not going to last forever. For you guys who are making your TikTok fame and making your money off TikTok right now, you have got to be able to learn how to use that. You cannot blow it on a Tesla unless you're Thomas or Alex who buy Teslas. But Tom, Bryce said on his podcast with a guest speaker, Thomas is probably the richest TikToker. Thomas makes about 70K a month, which equals around $3 million a year. So Thomas can buy a couple Teslas as long as he's smart with what he's doing with his money. And he is because he stales on YouTube. And he doesn't even sell merch. And he's still doing promos and everything. And so if you, even if you have something small like a Banya Energy sponsorship, which a lot of people have done, you need to know what to do with that money. You can, especially if you're 17 years old. If you're like one of the people, like the smaller creators that are still have millions, that still have like a million or so followers, like Ben Houselog is one of them. Like those kind of comedy creators... Joe, he's Italian, Batuzzi or something, I don't know how to pronounce it. 
or even someone like Mattia, who's bigger than they are, you're most likely not going to venture into the YouTube world. You have to find other ways to prolong your success. Like some of them have done Twitch and posted even music for some of them. You need to know how to invest your money. So that's why I think Bryce is actually doing something really good and is allowing people to listen to him. Hey, this is what you should not do. Like, I did it. I know, like, sort of how to fuck it up. And I don't want that for any of you guys. So, again, I think that's something great. I think that's something should be applauded by Bryce. Like, what he's actually doing with them is actually something very good and very educational. And everybody should, even in high school, I don't think you care if you're rich or poor, you should learn how to do this. And this is something that most schools don't really give a shit about is telling you, like, how to take care of your money in the future. Like, we learn more about, like, how to find X than we do, how to do taxes, how to take care of insurance bills, how to pay for your kids. Like, it's something that is definitely needed in society today. So one last thing I want to mention before we go for the night is Charlie D'Amelio, who usually is, like, known as the unproblematic queen and everything, has been under some fire recently. And yes, she is not immune to accountability and to be corrected, but so all of a sudden people have decided, all of a sudden realized, hey, Charlie's been hanging out with people. Let's hate on her too. The thing you guys don't realize is these people are allowed to do things we aren't because of their resources. I guarantee, Charlie, I guarantee you gets tested weekly at least. So they know, and the people she's hanging out with are all other rich people who can, and they do have access to testing. So yeah, it sucks that they can do it and we can't, but that's how life is. And yes, while Charlie has been doing some fake, like, like fake anger over everything, like she did say, is it really worth hanging out with friends when like there's a deadly pandemic? Her and Dixie did say that. You can't say that if you're going to do it. That's the thing. But she hangs with, like, sort of the same people. And it's the same squad that she's already been with. So, like, if she's going to get it, she's already got would have already gotten it. I and, mean, yeah, she could still get it. That's the thing. She could. But they are getting tested regularly. They do have a, a large supply of things that we don't. And I don't think you guys should be hitting on person for hanging out with a couple people, like a group of people that they – it's the same group of people that they routinely hang out with. And you're telling me all you guys commenting, you don't hang out with anybody. And I don't think you guys realize the rules of COVID now. COVID does not say that we cannot see anybody. Like, we're not under lockdown right now, where we can't see zero people. Yeah, they want us to do it in less than groups of 10, and each state has different rules. But they aren't, I don't think they're breaking any, like, they're not, over, they're not throwing, she's not throwing a party. She's not going out without a mask. She's, like, she always has a mask on, she always is being safe. Like, with testing and everything. So you guys should calm down a little bit. And it's like, did you not just... Did you ultimately realize this? And I'm glad that you don't want to just hate on, like, the sway boys and everything. You want to do it to everybody. You want to make sure everyone's being held accountable. But, like, you need to chill out a little bit. So, yeah, that's pretty what I'm going to mention real quick about all of the stuff she's been getting. And, again, I just want to thank you guys so much for the enormous amount of love and support you guys have given me this past week. It really means a lot. Hey, I'm going to college ass right now. Hey, if this goes up, I would love to not be able to have to do them. Because this is, this is my passion right here, is talking to you guys and dishing out on gossip and being able to give you my thoughts on everything that's going down. This is what I want to do. This is what I love. 
So anyway, I just want to thank you guys so much. Like, you don't understand how much, how thankful I am for every stream. I hope you guys have a blessed week, and I'll keep you updated with every piece of drama along the way next week. Make sure to follow me on Instagram, rwilks2. Make sure to follow me on Twitter. Actually, don't follow me on Twitter. I like my Twitter as my privacy place. But, yeah, and make sure, if you guys are listening to this, make sure to follow. Make sure to subscribe, whatever you're doing it on. And, yeah, that's it. You guys are awesome. I swear. You are. Love you guys. You're amazing. Gobble me, swallow me, drip down inside of me. Quick yeah. jump out for you, let it get inside of me. I tell them where to put it, never tell them where I'm about to be. I run down on them before I have a nigga running me. Talk your shit, bite your lip. Ask for a call while you ride that dick. You really ain't never got him fucking for a thing. He already made his mind up before he came. Now get your boots, hang your coat, fuck this wet ass pussy. He bought a phone just for pictures of this wet ass pussy. Pay my tuition just to kiss me on this wet ass pussy. Now make it rain if you want to see some wet ass pussy.